0: I'm an entrepreneur with a mission to share unique business journeys, workflow and client experience tips, and entrepreneurial advice through fun and easygoing conversations with pros and peers. I'm Cassie and I'm your host. Let's grab drinks after work every Thursday as we banter and brainstorm. With a shot of business and a splash of pleasure, this is The Mastermind Mixer. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Mastermind Mixer. Today we have Liz with us. Hi, Liz. Hey, how are you? I am very good. Thank you so much for being here. Um, And I want to be completely transparent with everyone that listens. You've been the most patient person to book for the podcast because (laughs) I have dealt with kids' sicknesses and like all the things. I lost my voice. There's been so much. So I'm happy that you're here. Yes, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy everybody's feeling better. (laughs) Yeah. So let's honestly just dive right in. I would love to um, hear your elevator pitch and just what you do in the name of your business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am a personal development coach. I help busy moms overcome burnout and regain their energy and
0: love their life.
1: And it's just Liz Ronick Codnick Coaching.
0: Yeah, I think that that is so important. As a mom of a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, I can understand, um, and I can like empathize, sympathize all the things when you're trying to build a business and raise little ones. It's definitely a juggling act. Yeah. How did, how did you get here? Um, Well, the story goes
1: all the way back to when I was like eight, I was overweight and I um, actually went to the doctor and they were like, you need to go to Weight Watchers. You're fat. Exact words. And um, so. Exact
0: words. Sorry. I have (laughs) to stop you there. That is like, I cannot imagine. Um, I'm sorry that that happened. Let's just say that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, um, Then it was like, oh, well, it's because there's something wrong with me. But now with my own daughters, if you say that to my child, I don't care if they're 20 times overweight,
0: we're going to have a problem. Right. Like we're going to have words. Yes.
1: (laughs) So I started there and that is the point where I just felt like I obviously didn't fit in and there was something wrong with me. And then by the time I was a junior in college, I was close to 300 pounds. I was homeless and in an abusive relationship. And yeah, at that point, I just I felt even more worthless. Like I put myself in a situation that was not healthy in regards to relationship, in regards to living in my car on campus. And then um, I found out that I was pregnant when I thought I peed my pants and I had gone into labor. No way. Gary, yes. I was When I tell you I was devastated, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm already fat, and now I can't even control my own bladder. Like, I was in class and thought I could just pee in my pants.
0: So you – I mean, you see about this in the news, but, like, so no symptoms. Like, obviously, like, you felt overweight, whatever, but you didn't, like, feel the baby kicking or anything? So I did not, but I was also – the car
1: that I – had was a honda prelude and i'm not sure if you're familiar with those but there's like the back seat is not a row it's still bucket seats and so i was thinking okay there's a little bit of body ache and i'm sleeping in a car
0: i'm sleeping in a car yeah exactly so and i
1: was already my cycle was irregular um Mm -hmm. i threw up one time and Other than that, like I was sleeping in the car, I would go to the wreck and take a shower and then go to class and go to work.
0: Well, let me commend you on continuing to push forward in all of that adversity because I can see how it would be easy to fall into like, well, what's it even worth anyway? So I just want to put out into the universe that that's pretty, pretty admirable in my opinion that even with all of the things that you were dealing with you were still going to class at all or like going to college so good for you
1: yeah thank you um it was definitely and that's that's why i am where i am right now um leading up to what i do it's knowing so after i had my daughter um i was homeless for probably about another month or two it took about a year to get out of an abusive relationship but i was still like 300 pounds And, um, I decided ending that relationship, it was time to start a new life because I had a new life that I had to take care of and knowing that I had another human that was my responsibility, kicked it into gear. So from eight until like 23, I'm sitting here trying all these diets, whatever, and just like still feeling bad for myself. So after... I lost about 150 pounds. I got um, certified in personal training and nutritional therapy. Wow. And I did that for several years, but there was always, I'm, I'm working with clients. I'm, they're seeing results, but they were clients that used to be me, like clients that didn't have a healthy mindset. So yeah. figuring out that as much as I love my clients, I don't want them to come back to me. Like I want them to have that per- sure. permanent lifestyle change. And so I shifted into the personal development coaching because I still work on fitness, nutrition, because that's most important for us, especially as moms, to take care of our bodies. But then mm-hmm. also that mindset aspect. So we call it the M&Ms. It's uh, movement, nutrition, and mindfulness in coaching just to be able to have it's an, an entirety and you're
0: taking care of your physical, your spiritual, and your emotional being. Wow. That's really powerful. And I, I think it's, I think it's important. I mean, I, on the business side, I, I will be honest, like the, the mindset of it, of it all, the mindset, like how to avoid burnout sometimes feels like fluff. Um, mm-hmm. but when it, when it's coming from somebody who has their own personal experience and they're like, no, this actually works, I can absolutely respect it. And I, I love to hear different perspectives on, and approaches. So um, tell me about, so with your client experience, what does that look like to work with you? Typically, it's one-on-one. We
1: do have a few group coaching, but the one-on-one really helps to make sure that it's a permanent lifestyle shift because knowing that we have 50,000 things on our to-do list and then we also have um, kids to take care of and potentially a spouse or a partner to take care of, taking the time to actually sit still with our own thoughts and our own desires to make sure that the things that we're doing on a daily basis are also... um, Moving us towards where we want to go as an individual, because really, go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say because if we are not fulfilling ourselves as just as a human, it's there's multiple things that can happen. So we can get burned out, but then we can kind of start to um, hold grudges against the people that we love because we're putting so much into them and we don't feel fulfilled.
0: It's so interesting that you, like, what a timely conversation. Maybe all the delays were for a reason, right? So right. Um, <laughs> I was um, recently diagnosed with ovarian cancer and um, I am now like on a maintenance medication and um, we're sorting it out. But what I've realized through that, is how much of a grind I had been in um, Mm. and feeling like that was the absolute necessity to success. And I was literally earlier today having a conversation with one of my close friends and um, my best friend was just in town over the weekend and she helped me put up photos in like my office space and it had felt so sterile and so Mm. bland and I was telling my friend, I was like, it's just so nice. Cause like, I want to be in that space. It feels relaxing. Like, um, we were also talking about how last night instead of my husband, uh, had, he like hangs out with his buddies, um, once a week. And instead of like having my computer on my lap working, I like laid in bed and read a book. And I was oh, like, nice. Oh, like, I have things that I enjoy outside of my job. Like, right. I, so I'm kind of teaching myself to rest in this year. Um, and I, again, I just think that this is a really timely conversation. I'm like, I, okay, God, I hear you. Like, I see yeah.
1: it. <laughs> I want to commend you because I, I can imagine, um, how that affected your mindset. Just, um, thinking like, what are your next steps? So to be able to take those next steps and actually, and make an environment that you're cozy in and you want to be in, it's it it'll it's a game changer.
0: I I agree, and it's like I said, it, it's something I'm learning to not ignore. Um, So I will say that I, I do find a lot more value, I guess, probably when I was in the depths of the, the grind, it was hard to be like, well, what's my mindset going to do for me? Um, right. But having this other part of my personal life come into the, come into the mix, um, I have a newfound appreciation. So thank you for everything that you're doing.
1: Yeah, I love that. And sometimes it's, I mean, we we have to find the blessings in our challenges, and the, for you to be able to do that is is awesome. So, thumbs Thank up you. to you.
0: Yes, <laughs> thanks. So let's talk a little bit more um, on the business side. I want to hear about, um, you know, how you're building. Are there programs? You know, if there is a another coach out there looking for how to maintain um, their, you know, work life balance, if you will, or even more of, of just freeing up time to, to do lead generation. How are you operating behind the scenes?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's really important for us to, when we're looking at things like that to first see where we are spending our time when we're not conscious, conscious of spending our time. So am I spending like an hour a day running around after the kids? Am I spending an hour cleaning the house? Um, And when we look at the tasks that we're doing and see if they're money-making tasks or if they're um, draining tasks that we could delegate, being able to acknowledge that and either delegate maybe within the family or potentially hiring um, somebody to help you, like you can drop off your laundry and get that taken care of. That takes one thing off of your plate. And really focusing on time because we can always make more money, but we can never get that time back. So making sure that the time that we spend, whether it's on our business, on our family, on ourselves is something that's going to be filling us up and
0: going to be productive. Oh, I, I love that. So tell me how I put that into, how are you putting in that, that into practice?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I just had, um, our 18 year old left for college. And I was like, okay, well, this is hard. But then again, it's going to be less cleaning up. Um, (laughs) But then I was like, well, I kind of, I can tell her, I can ask her to do things, right. I can ask her help with the laundry of the dishes. So my, my husband just had a change of jobs. So I'm asked, I have always been uncomfortable asking for help, especially when it comes to things of my own. Like I, I'm a recovering OCD person, and so I feel like if I don't do it, it's not going to be done right. So the practice of asking somebody else to help me with something that can be done by somebody else, Mm -hmm. and then also taking time. Like I've cleared out a lot of my schedule that I was doing that wasn't productive for me, meaning if it's something in the business that I just thought was – I was being productive it was more of busy work. Yeah. So kind of so looking at the return of investment on whatever things we're spending our time on and if there's no return being okay with letting those go.
0: Right. Yeah, it is hard to especially when you if you're in that grind um to step back and be like that was like I recently in my mind have been like am I just playing house like right. on certain things like so you're like is this all pretend like what is happening like why am i spending my time on this what are we doing so i can i can see how like just reevaluating that could be helpful and like absolutely productive i i read a book um with it, you know in 2023 and it talked about how um like resting is productive or because it or like taking a nap or whatever because you're getting the energy to get you through the rest of the day yes. and that resonated with me so much because it refocuses and recenters how you look at the word productivity. So I, I just caught that when you said like productive for me, Mm -hmm. um, because it really is like, what's true to your productivity, not what's true to your neighbors.
1: That. And then also we live in a society that um, values being busy and being busy is not necessarily being productive. So to step aside and, and be like, just because I'm busy, am I really, what am I gaining from what I'm doing?
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I saw it was like a meme probably on Instagram and it said something about like in the culture where busy is a characteristic trait, like it's like a full identity. It's like being busy. You're you're the busiest person, but like, what are you actually doing?
1: (laughs) Right. What do we, what do we have at the end of the day that you, that you've accomplished?
0: Um, So how has it been scaling this from like something that it sounds like at first was for yourself, and then you grew it into a client situation. How how have you experienced scaling and growth?
1: It's been um, a journey of learning my people. At first, when I started, I was like, "Oh, I need everybody to like me." You know, I need a bunch of followers, and then it shifted to. If we look at what we really need at the end of the day in order to um be able to pay the bills, to be able to take care of ourselves, you don't need it, your number of followers is not as relevant as the quality of relationship and interactions that you have with people that you can make a difference. So when I shifted from trying to be popular to mm. Being able to make an impact in one person's life, it it changed the whole way that I went about it. So not rushing through trying to see how many likes I got or how many followers I gained in a day, but providing things that could be beneficial, even if I never work with an individual, being able to make a positive impact. And mm-hmm. I've seen those quality relationships, even if I never work with that person, but they know what I do and they know that I have a positive impact. They can make a referral to me and they're still not a quote unquote paying client, but they, they brought in money.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think that, um, so I do a lot of social media management Mm -hmm. and something that I lead with when I'm onboarding a new client is my approach. And I am very adamant that we don't need to talk to the world. We need to talk to a room full of people who want to invest in you or Mm. can resonate with your story. So if you're looking for like the viral video of it all, like I may not be a good fit because I'm trying to talk, like you said, to the one person in the room that's really paying attention and um, generating a relationship with them that is deeper than like 10,000 views on a video. Absolutely. And it,
1: and it it makes a greater impact. And I think most importantly, especially, I don't know, for most of the women that I talk to, it's just about being able to help other people. And then that also fills our, our joy tank too.
0: Right. So what is coming up for you? Um, what are like, we're, we're in the earlier stages of the new year, can you tell me, like, what do you see for your business? Where do you see it going? What do you want for this year? Are we manifesting? Do we manifest? What's happening? Girl, we do all <laughs> of the things.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so ultimately, I would love to have a retreat with um, like-minded moms that are working towards living the life that they love and at the same time, knowing that they can take care of their family and then be healthy and okay and, and um, prosper. So that's maybe a little bit long term, but um, mm-hmm. in February, we're going to have an organized and energized challenge because um, having our space, whether like you're talking about, having it organized, having pictures on the wall, having space that feels good lifts mm-hmm. like a thousand pounds off of us. Sure. So challenging um, people to get organized, not only like their closets, their kitchen, but also in their thoughts, in their
0: schedules. Nice. So is this going to be a virtual challenge? Yes,
1: ma'am. Yes. Oh, fun. I'm going to need a link to that. (laughs) I got you, girl. I got you. I'm really, this is one of the things, like I'm excited about everything, but I'm excited to do this one because I know that... um, I know how much it affects us. Our environment yeah. affects us so much. And, and for me personally, I know there's different people that do do it differently, but me knowing having like the top three things that I want to get done in the beginning of the day and writing it down before I go to bed and looking at how my day went helps me to stay focused. Even if I don't get everything done on my checklist,
0: I feel like I had a productive day because that's what I was working towards. Right. And I, I have to ask, I saw um, across your socials that you've been featured on Good Morning America and within People Magazine. Yes, so ma'am. from a business perspective, how did that impact you? How did it come about? Can you um, give us a little bit of insight of how that happened? Yeah.
1: So it actually... <laughs> It started, I had somebody reach out in my DMs on Instagram and they were like, um, I'm from People Magazine. I want you to come up here and do a photo shoot. And I was like, bruh, no. You're like spam. (laughs) Ignore. Exactly. And so I did. I ignored it. It was, maybe it was November. I ignored it for like a month. And then I get a phone call and she was like, no, really, I want you to come up here and we want to do a story on you. And I said, Okay, wait a second. Are you do you want me to pay you something? Like what's really going on? Like what's the catch? I need <laughs> to know all the details. Exactly. And she's like, No, we're gonna pay for you to come up here. We're gonna do your photo shoot and we're gonna share your story in hopes to inspire other people. That I said, okay, cool. Incredible. I said, I'm on my way, you just tell me the dates. <laughs> but so moral I mean, she found me on Instagram
0: and wow, that's- they're really like boots on the grounding it over at people magazine like they that's, are. that's really cool you wouldn't imagine i i thought you were going to say something about like an application i don't know yeah. what i thought you were going to say
1: yeah that's why i was like no ma'am not responding to you block <laughs> <laughs> got a phone and i don't even know how she got my phone number but it was weird it was weird well, but it does show that social media people are looking
0: right there is an impact like there is there is a purpose in all of that and then did the Good Morning America piece, did that come out of from the article in People?
1: Yes, it did. So we went up there. It was me and I believe it was five other ladies we went up there to share a story. So that we had that magazine article. And then um, it was myself and another lady that had gone up there. Her name was Keisha. And they called us up to be on like the January edition on Good Morning America. So they flew us back up there and wow. had us up. And then we we got another call that was really kind of weird because it was, um, you know, Kelly Pickler? Yeah. Okay, so it was the Pickler and Ben show, and I had never heard of it. And I I mean, not being disrespectful, but I was like, this is not real. But they called it us, and so we went up there, and we were on the um, Pickler and Ben show, and they were the... the Sweetest people I've ever
0: met in my life. That is awesome. I actually um I love her social media presence. Um I follow her fairly closely. Um, so that is super cool. Um, have you seen outside of obviously just like the honor of being on something like that, especially when they've reached you so organically, um, that aside, have you seen any impact on your business from those?
1: Yeah, it's really um but you know, we get so many messages and everything through social media it's it's given me credibility um Mm -hmm. so that I don't look like just one of those like (laughs) like one of those spam accounts
0: that's just reaching out trying to get something from you
1: (laughs) which has been helpful because it's super saturated
0: right right well congratulations and I when I saw that I was like okay girl like do your thing like I love (laughs) that Um, I love to see it um is there anything that you want leave us with well i i have one more question but i'll give you this is your aside from the the february um virtual challenge is there anything else that you want to leave us with Yes.
1: I want everybody to know that they are not alone as much as sometimes we can isolate ourselves, that there are other people going through challenging times and that you yourself have everything that you need in order to succeed. So just take it one step at a time, whether it's one day at a time, one minute at a time, you're not allowed to give up. You got, you're got. you going to make it through.
0: That's amazing. And in the true fashion of the mastermind mixer, I have to ask you, what is your drink of choice? And I feel a little weird about it because you're like <laughs> fitness coach, and it doesn't have to be. If you're if you don't drink, it could be non alcoholic. But like, tell me what you're drinking when you're like relaxing and hanging out. Okay, so it used
1: to be wine, but then wine started giving me a headache, and then I had to go get this special wine without the um, sulfites, and I was like,
0: this is too much effort. So
1: (laughs) now I just get um, vodka with the sparkling flavored water.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, So do you do like Lacroix, or is it just like any sparkling water?
1: Mm -mm, It's like... um this is going to sound funny, but it's the great value brand. It's the Walmart. It's Perfect. not the
0: seltzer water. It's like, uh, it's I like a Sprite
1: that. kind of, but it's fruity.
0: I love that. We're not going like you, this is attainable. Like if you're if 100%, you girl. <laughs> <laughs> so that is awesome. I appreciate um, you being here and everything that you had to say. And again, like the, the hurdles and hoops that you had to jump through to make this happen for me. I really appreciate your patience and everything too.
1: Of course, Cassie, you're amazing. I'm just glad that you guys
0: are all feeling better. <laughs> Thank you. And one last thing. Can you tell us where we can find you online?
1: Yes. I'm on Instagram at Liz Ronick Codnett, or you can just send me a quick email at Liz at Gmail and we can just okay. chat it
0: up. Awesome. And I'll drop all of this in the show notes and they, I, I hope your inbox is full. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we'll talk soon. Yes ma'am. Have a great day. Well, you've reached the end of another episode of the mastermind mixer. I genuinely hope you enjoyed it and maybe even found a nugget or two of wisdom. If you did, I'd be thrilled if you could take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It's like putting gasoline in my podcast tank, And of course, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And guess what? The show notes are not just a place where woods hang out. They're like the VIP section. And there you might find a little surprise, the kind that pairs well with headphones in your favorite podcast. It's the paired drink for the episode. Thanks a million for tuning in. Until next time, stay curious, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay subscribed. Cheers.